guys, today I'm going to read chapter 14 of the Boxcar Children. The Boss. So here I go. Boy, look at that car, said Betty, looking out of the window. It was a lot, it was long and low. It was painted yellow and black. A man got out of the car. A guard spoke to him and nodded. And the man came to the back door. Henry opened the door and the man said, James Alden asked me to come to see his sister. Come in, said Henry. He, this is my aunt. The man smiled at the little old lady. James Alden is one of my best friends, he said. Sit down, said Aunt Jane in a caring voice. We seem to have all our callers in the kitchen. Someday we may use the front door. The kitchen is all right with me, said the stranger, with a quick smile. My name is Grander. I'm a mining man. Your brother sent me to take care of your uranium field. The Benny asked, are you the boss of everything? That's a good way to put it, agreed Mr. Grander. Will you let us watch you dig? Asked Benny. Yes, there are some men digging in your field now. You, do you want to see them? We certainly do, said Henry at once. They started across the field. Keep your eyes on that white place on the mon mon train. The hole, the hole is there, Mr. Grander said. When they came to the hole, they saw two guards beside it. Two other men were standing in the in the hole with long sticks in their hand. Hands. Those are J G G counters. Shouted Benny. That's right. Said said Mr. Grander. The man heard his voice and looked up. When they saw who it was, one of them came out of the hole. It's good, sir, he said. Want to hear it? The boss listened. Good, he said. Noisy, isn't it? Let the children listen. After all, they own the whole works. Benny was so excited that he almost fell into the hole. How it snaps, he said. There must be a lot of uranium here, said Henry, as as he listened to the Jager counter talk. When the children walked into the house again, Aunt Jane was sitting by the window in front of in in the front room. Did you have a good time? she asked. Wonderful, said Henry. We listened to what the Gerger counter and it made a terrible noise. That means uranium actually, does it? I'm glad to hear it. She seemed to be very pleased. After dinner that evening, the children, the children felt by the children left Violet alone with their aunt. Violet was soothing. Now, Jane, she said gently, I really don't understand why you didn't let your own brother help you when you needed money. 
I might as well tell you the whole story, said Emperor. Mother and mother went east. Their grandfather was very was a very young man. He wanted to sell the ranch and go into a mill go into the mill business. I begin to understand, said Violet softly. I'm glad somebody understands, said Violet Jane said said uh, Jane. I love this ranch. So I'd so I so I said I'd stay here, but I couldn't run the ranch. I didn't know how. I had twenty men working for me. Then I had to let the men go one by one. At last, only some was left. I sold the horses and the cattle. Aunt Jane paused. How could I ask your grandfather for money? He never wanted me to stay here, and I wouldn't give in and say that I was wrong. I'm glad you told me this, Aunt Jane. I'll help you get to Medina. Things happened fast on the Alden Ranch in the next few weeks. A mine was dug. Big machines worked night and day. Houses for workmen were built. New stores opened in town. The train was the train was not taken off. Instead, there were four trains every day. Two telephone girls stayed upstairs all day to answer the telephones. And Aunt Jane made a surprising announcement. I want to give a party, she said. A party? asked Henry. When? My birthday is next week, and I want a birthday party. People don't give their own birthday parties, said, said Henry. Let us give a par- party for you. No, said Aunt Jane. This is my party, and I'm going to ask your grandfather if he will come. Violet said, Oh, I'm so glad, Aunt Jane. I'm sure he will. The children wish had the children's wish had come true. Telephone to him, shouted Benny. Aunt Jane, her face very pink, called her brother. Hello, James, she said brightly. I want you to come to my birthday party. Hem, said grandfather. They the children could hear his deep voice. Of course I will. If you want me, I'll bring you a present too. No, just come and forgive me for everything. The children knew that grandfather did not know what to say to this. Well, well, he said, nothing to forgive. Thank you, James, said Aunt Jane. The gra- Mr. Grander took the, the children to meet their grandfather's train. The day before Aunt Jane's birthday, when the children saw Mr. Alden, what a noise they made. They all shouted at once. They rushed up and took his bags. Tom Young stood in the door of the station and laughed. They think a lot of him, he said. They all piddled into Mr. Grander's car and drove to the ranch. 
Jane was sitting up very straight in the front room. She took hands with her brother. It was good of you to come, James, she said. I'm glad to see you, said Grandfather. I had forgotten you were so pretty. It was true. When the children looked at their aunt, they saw that she was really pretty. Her blue eyes were very bright. Mr. Alden said, I want to see Henry alone. Henry and his grandfather went to the back room to talk. Grandfather came back alone. The children heard Henry drive out of the yard in Mr. Granger's car. They were very surprised. Where is Henry going? asked Aunt Jane. A secret, said Mr. Alden, laughing. Henry, Henry came back in a little while. He nodded at his grandfather and said, All right, what can it be? wondered Jesse. How can we wait until tomorrow? After supper, grandfather said, Jane, I have a plan. Do you want to hear it? I do, said Aunt Jane. It seems funny, doesn't it? I never would listen to you before. I was too bossy, said Mr. Alden. I know that I know that now, he smiled. My grandchildren love your ranch, Jane, he said, but they can't stay here all winter. Yes, I know that, James, she said sadly. They want to fix up the other end of this house for Sam and his wife. We can cut a door between your, uh, your room and the next one. Maggie can have that room. When Then you will be safe all winter. You are kind to plan this for me, said Aunt Jane. She smiled kindly at her brother. The children planned it, said Mr. Alden. They want to fix the room together for themselves. Well, they certainly can, said Aunt Jane. Now, one last idea, said Mr. Alden. He looked at Jesse with a twinkle in his eye. I heard all about your whispering man, he said. He is not my whispering man, said Jesse, laughing. But he was nice, wasn't he? He doesn't seem like a mystery man anymore, said Violet. I'd like to see him again sometime. Mr. Alden said he could come to the party tomorrow if anyone asked him. Very well, said Aunt Jane. I don't mind having a mystery man at my birthday party. Will he fly? asked Jesse. No, it's he is already here, said <laughs> said Grandfather. He got out of the train when I did. And we didn't even see him, said Benny. Well, he is still a mystery man in some ways, isn't he? said Violet. So that was chapter 14. Bye guys, see you later, see you later, see you later, see you later. Bye, Bye guys! guys.